Hello, and welcome to Birth of Family Church Podcast. We trust that you'll find an encouraging word to strengthen your walk with the Lord. And if you're visiting the area, or if you're looking for a good church home, come check us out at birthedfamilychurch.org. There you can find our location and service times. Thanks again for tuning in. God bless. Well, hello, hello again. Isn't it good to be at BFC? (laughs) Great. I I believe that we're within weeks of uh, Larimer County making a move to begin gradually letting us have more and more people here. Uh, Our friends in Indiana, they had church on Sunday. And they still had some restrictions, though. They had to be in, like, little pods, and the pods had to be about six foot apart. So if you came in the same vehicle to church, then you were allowed to sit together. That's it. And uh, they weren't allowed to have over a certain amount of people. They didn't have children's church or youth. They're not allowed to have that yet, but they could have it right. in the service. So they made a step so they going, going back to church there in Indiana. I believe that's going to happen that way here. Amen. I don't think it's going to be one one Sunday we're doing it like this. The next Sunday the place is full and all of the our uh, <clears throat> programs are opened up and, and everybody's doing what we used to do. But we'll take it one step at yes, a time. Yes, we will. Amen. So we're glad Amen. you're here tonight. Amen. We're going to get into the Word tonight. And understand th- the Bible is clear that this book is a spiritual book in that it was written by the Holy Spirit. But it was also written to us, recreated human spirits. And so this book is spiritually understood. (coughs) I think it's interesting. I don't know if you guys can remember back uh, before the time that you had received Jesus and that and that uh, you've read certain scriptures in this book and you heard the words and you understood what the words meant, but you didn't really know what the scripture really meant. Yeah. You, you under, understood all the natural things about it, but uh, it just didn't make any sense. Well, that's because it wasn't written to an intellect, into a mind, into a, a place where we reason, and then our reasoning coincides with what we see and what we feel. Mm-hmm. It's, it's written to our heart, and so it, it takes the work of the Holy Spirit to cause us to see what he's saying to us and also to make it personal yeah. to us. Amen, yes. You know, I heard, right. I heard someone say that uh, the Bible begins opening up to the individual that begins to see it in a personal manner. Mm-hmm. You know, considering what does this mean concerning my life and how can I apply it? Amen. And that's when things really start to open up. Amen. So let's go ahead and trust the Lord tonight. We'll get into our service and uh, we won't keep you long tonight. Well, not any longer than usual. (laughs) How's that sound? I could go three hours. You, you know how that, you know how that is, but I realize some of us may have to go to sleep. So you guys ready to believe God, trust God, Lord, we thank you that God, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us and Holy one. We know that you're our teacher and our guide. So we believe right now that you're causing us to see 
what you're saying from your book, that it'll become personal, it'll become pertinent, and that it will be in a way in which we can apply it in our everyday decisions. We believe that we have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, and we declare that the eyes of our spirit are being enlightened, that light and revelation is being seen by our hearts. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for doing that for us tonight. In Jesus' name, name. amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. We've been talking about praying and reaching the lost. You know, I think that for a long time, uh, Christendom really hasn't been, how do you say, really motivated to reach the lost. Amen. And that's even in the midst of our direct family, even those living under our roof. And I think it's because we have been Uh, poorly uh, equipped by the Word of God to do so. I I think sometimes we we just don't get what the process is to have someone see Jesus and come to that valley of decision and and make a willful permission for for Jesus to come into their heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of times we were taught that, you know, uh, to to be... uh, to be someone who's out there, you know, reaching people for Jesus. It, you're on a street corner with, uh, you know, those tracks, you know, and the more tracks you, you put out there, you know, the better job you're doing and yada, yada, yada. And I'm sure that that's part of it. There is a, there is a process. Yes, it And is. that's what we're looking at. We already have determined the will of God because the Word of God is His will. He tells us in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, that it's His will for all to be saved. Amen. Yes. There is not one person that has ever been on this earth who, or who will be born on this earth that Jesus didn't die for them. He died for the whole world. For God Amen. so loved who? The, the world. world. And that's talking about every individual yes. born on this earth. And so we know it's His will. So... Just because something is the Lord's will doesn't mean it's automatically going to come to pass. Amen, yes. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Wouldn't that be just peachy? If, you know, as long as the Lord wills it, you know, it'll be done. That's that's not true. I mean, that's not true at all. Yeah, those things in the big picture, all those things will come to pass. But the individual personal receiving of what his will is, is up to you and I. Amen. And we have to make a choice. And so there is a process of coming to that place where you can make a choice for Christ. And so we, I'm just using four steps. I'm I'm a teacher. Everything's got to be in steps or I'm not teaching. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) So remember what step number one was? (laughs) And we're, we're, we're getting this information from Romans chapter 10, what we call the Roman road. Number one, the first step is that a preacher has to be sent. Now, that's important. It doesn't say that the preacher has to figure out where to go. No, a preacher has to be sent. Amen. Yes. Meaning that he's going in the anointing of the Lord to speak mm-hmm. or witness to somebody. Yes. That's a lot different than me on the street corner just randomly passing out. Am I sent to that person I'm passing it out to? 
You know, it's interesting, Smith Wigglesworth, who was a preacher way back when, I think uh, he would have been in the 1800s. I think he went home to be with the Lord in the middle 40s. Maybe just, it was just a little bit after the war. And uh, he made a statement. He says every morning when he wakes up, he would pray this prayer. He would say, Lord, show me today Amen. the person who is closest to eternity. I thought that was pretty profound, that every day he wanted to be sent. Every day he wanted to speak to someone about Christ. And if there was someone that was close to leaving this earth, he wanted to be made aware of that. Amen. That's good. That's so good. he could help him to make a decision yeah. before he left the earth. <laughs> so the preacher has to be sent to the lost. Look here in Romans 10, 15. It says, how shall they preach except they be sent. Isn't that awesome? Amen. It's kind of hard to, to preach or to share or to witness mm -hmm. or to enlighten or to sow into a person's life if the Lord's not helping me. Come on. A sent one can always have that assurance. And you know, as, as we get along in our walk with the Lord, we're going to become more sensitive to those opportunities. I've said this multiple times, I'm gonna keep on saying it, so I am mindful of it. Every one of us, every believer, is a preacher. Yes, amen. That's now great. that's not necessarily that's talking right. about someone who's formally in a pulpit or making a living through the ministry. Mm -hmm. It's talking about every one of us is a witness. Yes. That's what a preacher is. It's witnessing to what we know and what we have received. Amen. And the light that we're walking in and sharing that with another. That's a preacher. And so we can't just ignore that. Come on. <laughs> I said, we can't ignore that. Now, I know our outer man doesn't like confronting someone, <laughs> but that's the wrong, that's the wrong <laughs> perception. If you're sent mm -hmm. and you know that you're to, to say something to someone, the Bible says just open your mouth and he'll fill it with words. Yes. And those words will become irresistible to the hearer, even though you may not witness that in the natural. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. And so how can they preach except to be sent then you go back one verse to the 14th verse it says how shall they hear about jesus without you and i telling them without a preacher amen amen come on let's uh let's look at step number two so i'm a sent one i'm a witness of the lord we have to preach the word to the lost Understand that the word is the seed that one is born again. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed. That is by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. Look here in Romans 10, 15, reading more of this verse that we began with. It says that it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach 
the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Isn't it interesting that our feet <laughs> are called beautiful? Uh, my mom usually had to throw my socks away <laughs> at the end of the day because, they, because my feet were not beautiful, at least in, in, in the smell realm. Uh, that's because it, it's your feet being shod with the preparation Amen. of the gospel Come of on. peace that Come wherever on. you go, you're prepared. Woo, that's good. Amen. That's it. To be sent. Yeah. And, and to just right. share. Now understand that when you're sharing the word with somebody, and it took me a while to figure this out, you don't have to quote the Bible Amen. exactly. Come on. And Amen. perfectly. You can just share how you, you just ask the Lord to come into your life. Yeah. That's preaching the word. You can just share about how you confessed him as your Lord. That's, That's preaching the word. You don't, have to, you don't have to break open a Bible, you know, and go to a text and start. That, whoa, that's way too big of a gap to someone who is still in the world. Yeah. You just start sharing what you experience. That's the preaching of the word. Amen. Come on. And remember, as we said a couple of weeks ago, that's irrefutable. Because you experienced it. They can't tell you that's not so. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Amen. Because you've experienced the it. Give them the truth. You're the evidence yep. of what you're sharing. Amen. And so that becomes very powerful. So it's necessary for the lost to hear the gospel in order to have the faith to be saved. Now, was it in this, in this setting that I shared that I've only been approached two times prior to the third time when I received Christ? Yeah. Yeah, you said. Think about that. That's only once every eight years did someone come to me with beautiful feet. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. To share their experience of receiving Christ. Yes. Sharing the word with me so that I too could be saved. Amen. That's, that's, that's amazing to me. I, I don't know what your track record is. Most of us, you know, gets, got saved in church in that setting. Because you grew up in the church. Even though I did grow up in the church, that we didn't have altar calls. We didn't. We, we thought we were saved when we got baptized as a baby. Yep. So this was just foreign to me. But if it hadn't have been those sent ones that were obedient, those three, and even though the first two weren't successful, you'd be surprised how many times I remembered that encounter. Yes. Yep. Even though I didn't yield, even though I didn't walk in the light in which they had shared, I still had a remembrance of it. Yeah. They planted a seed in you. And that's exactly what my wife is saying. Mm -hmm. they, were, they sowed seed. Into you. I had a spiritual encounter, even Amen. though I didn't realize it. Amen. I still yes. remember what road that's I was good. on. When I picked up this hitchhiker in my Camaro, I was on Waterloo, Waterloo Road, 
about two miles from my house. And I picked up this hitchhiker. When he got in the car, I recognized him as an underclassman. And he started to share in Christ. I still remember what he said. Come I on. still remember what kind of a day it was. Yeah. I still remember my reaction. See, these things that are eternal are forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And that's something. That's right. And that's what's going to happen when you share. Amen. Amen. Too many times we're looking for success immediately. Yeah. And that's what it is. We're looking. Not mm -hmm. realizing those seeds are just as important. Planting those seeds when you share with people is important yeah. to get to the point where someone to come down and water it. And exactly. It See, we need to get we need to get locked into the idea that this is a process. Yes, yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. It took a long time. The process was extended. In my case, it all depends on the hunger level of who we're who we're that's sharing right. with. That's right. That's right. And my hunger level was just uh, ice cold. Yeah. And it took time for those seeds to get to the place. And then those that would come later on, they were watering that seed That's that was it. already in there. That's the it. Bible says that as a child, you have known the gospel, mm -hmm. which is able to make you wise unto salvation. Oh, praise God. Amen. That's good. And so understand that when, when you, when your happy feet, your beautiful feet, you know, <laughs> bring the word to somebody and, and you share the word of God, you're imparting that which will not pass away in them. And as others come and, and water that, it will come. The Bible Amen. says that his word will not return to him void. Amen. And yes. don't ever get the idea that someone's too too hard to be mm -hmm. to be born again. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you've, I've heard terms like uh, they're gospel hard. There's no such thing. Nope. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Notice here, they have to hear the word in order to have faith to be saved. Faith is, or excuse me, salvation is received through faith. Yes. And faith comes yes. by what? Hearing yeah. and hearing by the word of God. So make sure that you're part of this process. You might be in one of these areas of these four steps to someone being saved. We've got to take an opportunity to be a part of all of these steps, you know, de dependent on who we're sharing with. So understand that we need to fit in to the person that we're being sent to. And that means you're going to have to locate them. Well, how do you locate someone? Well, how did Jesus do it? You see, Jesus asked a lot of questions. And it's not because he didn't know the answers. Come on. <laughs> On, he wasn't true. asking questions to get, you know, to, to, to extend his knowledge of things. No, he was endeavoring to locate people. Yeah. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Mm -hmm. He said to the blind man, yes, Lord. And then the Lord says, according to your faith, be it done unto you. According to your faith. Amen. Amen. So you share with people. 
Well, how do I do that? Open your mouth. <laughs> Open your Come mouth Come on. and he'll fill it. Yes. Too many times we're waiting for all this to be, you know, beforehand given to us that we've rehearsed it and, you know, we've we studied it out. And a lot of times you just open your mouth and the Holy Spirit will fill it. Amen. It'll be the words that they need to hear. You may hear the words that you say and go, what did that have to do with anything? anything. Well, yeah, it's not it's, it's you're not speaking it to you. Amen. Amen. You're speaking it to them. And, and I can guarantee you, as the Holy Spirit, to those that he sends, he is equipping us and he's giving us words to speak that are irresistible because they hear the word of God in the, a package mm -hmm. that you're familiar with, in a way that you have experienced, in a way that yes. you can testify with assurance and with confidence. Yep. Amen. Yes, sir. This is what he did to me. This is what he did for me. Amen. Amen. Number three, and we're partially reviewing here in these first two steps, and here goes number three. The lost have to believe the gospel that they hear. This is why this is a process. Many times when we share the word with people, it's heard and they understand what you're saying, but they're not at that place where they can believe it yet. They're still trying to evaluate it with sense knowledge or intellectual knowledge. And so they're, they're not seeing it and believing it with their heart yet. Yes. But it's able to make them wise unto salvation. Amen. Look what it says here. Amen. Yes. It says, how can they call upon the Lord in whom they have not believed? Now, see... Understand, these steps are all important. Number one, they, they have to have a preacher. Number two, they have to hear the word of God. And then number three, they have to believe that word. And, and this will all make a lot more sense when we finish up this study talking about how to pray for those that are on our heart that need Jesus Christ. And you'll start seeing all these dots just start coming together. So this third area is it's, it's required of them to believe what they hear. Now, I want you to go real quick over to John chapter 6, verse 44, and we'll wrap this thing up right here and now. Six. John 6, 44. Look, this is powerful. Look what Jesus says. He says, no man can come to me. Well, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty explicit. Amen. That's pretty black and white. So he's saying there's only one way that we can get to God. He says they can only come to me, Jesus saying that, unless the Father which has sent me draws that person. Wow. Yes. Well, understand that that's the work of the Holy Spirit. I like what it says over in that same chapter 6 of John, over in the 65th verse. And he said, therefore, I say unto you, no man comes unto me except it were given unto him of my father. Now, don't, don't take this the wrong way. This isn't God willing. This is not God willing that you come to him. 
is talking about having a spiritual encounter. It's talking about not trying to find God with our outer man, with our emotions and with our intellect and with reason. It's talking about having an encounter with him with our spirit. Amen, yes. So he'll draw us from the inside and he'll reveal himself to our inner man in only a way that God can. And he's able to do that as we're looking for him. Now, let me just share this verse and we'll shut her down. In Matthew 16, 15, you all know this encounter that Peter had. And that's the exact same encounter that you had. And it's the exact same encounter that everyone who comes to Christ has to Amen. have. Amen. Yes. This is part of the process. Yes. You can't receive unless you believe. Well, how do I believe? Well, it's a work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes. All right. Now, in Matthew 15, or excuse me, Matthew 16, 15, you know this. Jesus is asking a question. He asks a lot of questions. He asked the boys, the followers, the disciples. He says, whom say ye that I am? Now, he had already asked them what the people out there were saying who he is. He goes, okay, I get that. But, hey, you guys are following me around. Who do you say that I am? Do you know that that's the most important question? And it's the only question? In reference to salvation? Come on. Come on. Do you know that everybody's eternity is based on that one question? Jesus asking you, who am I? Who am I? Or should I say, who am I to you? Who am I to you personally? Amen. And so this is the question that Jesus is answering. Or excuse me, asking. asking. This is the question he's asking. Now, here comes Simon, the bold one. <laughs> I like Peter. He's awesome. You never wonder what he's thinking, right? And so he responds to Jesus in verse 16. He says, Simon Peter answered and said, remember what the question is. Jesus is asking, who am I to you? Peter says, you are the Christ or the Messiah, or the promise of the Father to bring salvation. You are the Son of the living God. Now, <laughs> ding, 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 right answer. <laughs> right answer, right? No one's going to heaven until they believe that Jesus is God, and he's the one that paid come the on, price for our sins. Come on, amen, yes. And then they receive amen. him as their personal savior. Right. But notice how Peter got to this place of that revelation. He wasn't telling Jesus what he thought. He wasn't telling Jesus what he felt. He was telling Jesus what he believed. Amen. From Amen. His heart. From his heart. That's where we do business with God. Amen. With our heart. Oh, that's good. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How'd you get there? Jesus said verse 17. He says, you're blessed, Peter. Because flesh and blood, 
nothing of this world, nothing of that which is seen, nothing of that which is understood, nothing of that which you feel Amen. Yes. has revealed that to you. Okay, how'd you get it then? But my Father revealed it to Amen. you yes. from heaven. You see, that's how God's going to use us when we share what Jesus has done for us in relationship to our salvation. He's going to be at work in a, in a realm that you can't see. That's right. He's going to be drawing them. He's going to be stimulating a hunger and a thirst in their heart. And he's going to begin to allow light, the glorious light of the gospel, to shine upon Amen. their spirits. Yes. Yes. And it's going to give them the ability to see which is not the hell with our eyes. And they're going to see with their hearts. And then they're going to act on what they see. And that's the believing. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord. Amen. You and I can be part of that process. Amen. Yes. That's exciting. Woohoo. You see, I know we always say that God doesn't need anything. That's true. But when it comes in terms of bringing the harvest in that we've been commissioned to reach, He can't do it without beautiful feet. Amen. He can't do it Amen. without a preacher. He can't do it without one sharing the word and their experience with that word and what it has done for them. Yes. Yes. To bring that person to the place where they stop trying to figure it out and they start believing. Amen. With their Amen. heart. Amen. Yes. Yes, sir. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for giving us a, a part in what you're doing in the lives of those around us. Lord, thank you for showing us the steps, showing us the process, and, and revealing to us what part of the process we're in with a personal individual. What do they need, Lord? What, what is my role in this? What do you want me to share? What do you want me to tell them about what you've done for me? What do you want me to witness? And then you'll show us. You'll show us. You may just stir us up to pray for them without them Hallelujah. even knowing yes. what you're doing. Glory, glory, yes. Hallelujah. But Lord, it begins with us seeing that we can be used by you to reach others. And some of these people are our own family. Yes. There are parents whose children have yet to receive the Lord. There are, there are grandparents that their grandchildren have yet to receive the Lord. There are those individuals who their siblings, yes. their mother and father and others, aunts and uncles, have yet to receive the yes. Lord. And yes. Lord, we can have a direct... <clears throat> influence we can have a direct impact on their lives when you show us what our part is oh hallelujah father you told us that if we would believe on the lord jesus christ that we would be saved 
and our house. Yes. Now, I thank you that salvation has come to each one of our houses, meaning that the knowledge of Jesus Christ is now known just by our salvation. I thank you for using that yes. as a point of contact to begin believing for the salvation of each one of those individuals in our family. Because that's your will. Thank you. And you'll show us how to accomplish that will from the Bible. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory, glory, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just yes. begin believing that the Lord's working on those loved ones. Keep, yes. Start believing that he wants to see them saved more than you and I want to see them Amen. saved. Amen, yes. Yes. And he'll use us. Hallelujah. Amen, yes. Amen. Yes, Lord. All right, well, uh, it was good to have you here tonight. Uh, I trust that you're continuing to keep yourself strong spiritually. Mm. You're continuing to feed on the word of Amen. God. I yes. believe that God is yes. supplying your needs according to his riches and glory. I say that you're safe and protected by the Almighty One, and no evil Glory. shall overcome Glory. you. And yes. I say that no plague, mm -mm. no disease, no sickness, no virus shall come nigh your dwelling. For on the tree himself took your infirmities. He bared away your sicknesses. Yes. Amen. Amen. And by his stripes Woo. you were Healed. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. Yes. Amen. Amen. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye.